Jesus. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink, we smoke, we... The star of Gomer Pyle. Five years. He loved Jim Neighbors like a brother because Jim Neighbors was. No one ever said anything bad about Jim Neighbors. I want to say one thing before we Ronnie go any further. Shell, who hey, played, I wanna, does, I who say played one Slater thing. in Gomer Pyle. Yes, Ronnie Shell. And I mean this very sincerely. Yes, you do. <laughs> there are only two people. I've said this in my nightclub hack where I worked in Vegas for 50 years, by the way. <laughs> okay. uh, not one to boast. No, not one to boast. Yeah. I, I I can honestly say I've only met two people who absolutely had absolutely no enemies. One is my 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 beloved wife, who's the mother of this boy here. Yeah, Chris, next to you. She then. has no ever no uh, enemies, and she never does stops letting me know about it. And the other one was Jim Neighbors. Yeah, he had he was loved. He was a guy that, you know, it seems like in all the years that, that you and I have known each other, Ronnie Shell, you would have at least put together a phoner for us and had Jim on the show. Jim would what, have done it. Well, then what? what Too late. What, what happened? What happened there? Well, I, I will tell you that uh, that Ronnie has been not only magnanimous, but, uh, but, but one of those great guys who, uh, in the beginning of Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio, now on YouTube, on Rumble.com, and on Twitter, um, he's one of those guys that would, was always so gracious in bringing uh, tremendous showbiz friends over. That's true. Including one of my favorite guys who Ooh. passed away, geez, now is it, is it uh, 15 years ago, Ooh. 20? The great Sam Denoff. I oh, love Sammy. I love Sammy. I love Sam. Who- he was part of a, of a great writing team, yeah. Persky and Denoff, and they... They uh, started the Dick Van Dyke show. That girl. That girl with. By the way, I played her agent Harvey Peck. Okay. I know you did. Yeah, and uh, he was a great guy, out of New York, and uh, I don't even know what he what he passed away from. Oh, it was all it was Alzheimer's. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The dude. I, I'll tell you how I know. In how fact, do you know? In fact, I'll set this up for you. Let me let me find this. Uh, I'm producing, so I I got to find this stuff. Okay. Okay. So dig dig this. Listen to this. This was a phone call I received when we were broad chasing. I meant to say casting, and you know I did. Uh, from the hills of Encino, California. Oh yeah, I remember. This is a phone call that was left on my answering machine. Okay. Jerry Lewis. So that's Jerry Lewis leaving me a, a message. Now, why? Because he was inquiring about his dear friend, Sam Denoff. Is that right? He wanted to know. He heard that he was in bad shape and wanted to know. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, JL, as his bud's called. And you know that, Ron, right? Absolutely. You'd, you'd call him JL. Yeah, that's right. Hi, JL. <laughs> Hi, JL. So 
he wanted to know how he went. And I'm thinking, JL, why, why, why do you have to reach out to me? You couldn't call his son? But he did. I guess J.L. Jerry Lewis wasn't that sort of guy. No, he, he wasn't, wasn't really a demonstrative guy, right? No. But Ron, Ron, you're not demonstrative either. Though. No, I'm not. No. If and you ask me something, I tell you the truth. No, that's not what. You're not following me. Oh, you're, okay. you're not a hugger. You're not really a hugger. No, no, and and Jay, I like to dance and, Jay, <laughs> and long walks on the beach. I, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm accused of being uh, loving to, to dip. Yeah. And but you, other than that, I'm I, I'm pretty well straight. Well, you do look you do look great in Jonah David Pomps and Laura Ashley flower print. That I have always <laughs> I commend you because you're so pretty. Mm. But Ronnie, he <laughs> called and I had to tell him no, he has Alzheimer's, and I gave him his uh-huh. son's phone number, and then which son? Because Sam. because Sam because yeah Sam Denoff. Sam but which son did you tell Jerry? I, he had seven sons. Okay. Oh. He was a busy man. Ronnie, this is why you're not doing a radio show. Because, <laughs> because, because the listener doesn't give an F about what's, which son it is. They, they, they barely know Denoff, and I'm trying to make Denoff interesting because okay, I love okay, him so much. Okay, I'm sorry. Sam I'm did, s- no, no, no apology I've never been zone. So embarrassed. No, no, Ron. <laughs> Ron that's impossible. <laughs> but, but Ronnie Shell. Um, Sam Denoff was part of a writing team, Persky Denoff, here Persky. in Los Angeles, and they wrote some. Well, they they created that girl from Marlo Thomas. That's right. Yeah, and 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 they fixed sit, sitcoms. They would fix. They were yes. show fixers. Yes. And this man what, loved his stogies. He would call them heaters. That's true. He That's said, true. He loved the, yeah. the heaters. He said, "Maddie, do you have a heater?" And I always had a heater. I always had a stogie for Sam Denoff. Did you know him? You brought him to the show, Ron. He, he was over our of show. Course, like I remember that. <laughs> you brought Sam, every weekend. He was at the you show. You brought much. Sam Denoff over to the show. Yes, but but about about a year before that, Sam Denoff brought me over backstage to the Jerry Lewis Telethon Uh-oh. when they were when they were conducting this at CBS Television City uh-huh. here in Hollywood. And because he knew what a fan of Jerry Lewis I happened to be, so uh, he t- I, 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 we're going to get into that. Okay, later. yes we are. No, we yes we are, Ronnie. And so he took me into the trailer behind CBS, the uh-huh. offices of the the Jerry Lewis Telethon, Labor Day Telethon. Yes, and I met Jerry, and we we hit it off. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, we we did. We hit it off because as Jerry is walking from the end of the trailer and walking out, his lovely gal, redheaded, uh, oh god, his his uh, personal assistant for years, beautiful, lovely woman. Oh, redhead. Yeah, that redheaded gal. You know, that, Lucille Ball. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Lucille is now introducing. Uh, Jer- no, uh, Sam introduced me. Uh, Jerry Lewis, Magic Matt Allen. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I'd never met the man, and yes. I grew up with this guy. Uh-huh. And I didn't say anything, and he put out his hand. He didn't say anything. Uh-huh. We shook hands, and before anyone could say anything, I simply said the words, Mom, peace. He, means- he then takes his hand away. He steps back, <laughs> and he looks at me. He looks up and down and, and stares at me, and he pauses. Perfect comedic timing, by the way. Yes. And said, no, Matt, mom feast. 
<laughs> and I, I said it's no mom. Idea what I said it's mom feast. He said all. I said all these years. I thought it was mom feast. No, it's mom feast. It's a French word. Uh-huh. He said that's why I used it. Uh-huh. It's it's from the movie Hardly Working. So I'm the guy that saw that damn movie and knew that scene, <laughs> and so we hit it off instantly. That is so boring. And Sam <laughs> <laughs> and Sam and Sam Denoff said to me, he said, Matt, don't you, don't you want to ask Jerry something? I said, yes. Would you be on my radio show? Jerry said, yes, absolutely. I'll do it. Now. As we left that day, and uh, Jerry and I talked for a couple more minutes, mm-hmm. but as I left that day, yes, um, Sam Denoff gave me words of advice. He said, Matt, jump on this now because he does not do radio. Yeah. So book it now. Well, like a friggin' idiot, I didn't. Oh. I let time slip away. Now fast forward to this phone call here. Jerry Lewis. Hello, it's Matt Allen. Please call Jerry Lewis so that's Jerry inquiring about the health of of my dear friend and your dear friend, Sam Denoff. Yes. After I explained that you need to contact his son and he has Alzheimer's and so on, oh. I, said, uh, I said, Mr. Lewis, I said, so I think it's time you do the radio show. Uh, what radio show? Uh, I said, the radio show you agreed to do when Sam introduced us and... He said, I don't do radio. Well, he, say, he said, Sam sort of explained that. And he said, I don't. I said, why? He said, because no one knows who's talking at the time. And he said, I don't. I said, I'm a TV guy. I'm a movie guy. I said, but, oh, and this, but I had to do it. I said, but Mr. Lewis, you agreed to do my show. Oh. He said, I don't know about that. And that, and by the way, by the way, Ronnie Shell, does this not sound like Jerry Lewis? Absolutely. <laughs> All right? Absolutely. Did you work with the man? Get on the mic. Did you oh, work did with I Jerry? Did I ever work with Jerry Lewis? Uh, yes. Uh, I'll tell you where. Yeah? I worked at the uh, comedy room in Los Angeles one night during a... Uh, and he was very, very nice to me. Yeah. It, 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 it was during the... Um, um, telephone? telephone, yes, it was the telephone. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Chris. He he he, doing the telephone, and I did up. I did ten minutes, and he was naturally. I had people looking, be sure and look at him, see if he's laughing. <laughs> okay, look at Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> he right. was great. Yeah, and so uh, that was the only time I ever worked with him. But he was very very loyal in those. A lot of people did not like. Him? Did you know that? Oh, of course I know that. That's why I said, "Does this sound like Jerry?" Jerry was not the easiest guy to get along with, but I've always given him credit because the man knew what he wanted. He was a perfectionist and simply did not suffer fools. That's true. So in this day and age, can you imagine he couldn't get anything done no. because you look at someone in their twenties today the wrong way? Oh, my God. I'm calling HR. Oh, they're calling HR. They're in with HR, and they're offended. They're instantly offended. Yeah. Bunch of pussies. And and, and P.S. P.S. Ronnie Shell, the legendary Ronnie Shell. Speaking. So, uh, 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 are you interrupting? Are you interrupting my thought, Ronnie? No, no. I Go ahead. Ronnie, Ronnie. No, I'm enjoying this. Is this a tough time for you being a huge supporter of Hamas and all? 
Is, is Look, this, is, I, I, every Friday, and I invited you. Get on the mic. And you, I invited you to yeah. come to the to the uh, farmers market. Are farmers still, market. Are you still having you that, and your brother? Are you still having that get together? Every Friday, I'm the only goyim. I'm the only uh, gentile there. Okay, hold on. Before you continue, Mark, Mark. Can we, you know, you're not working now, Mark, so right. let's get our ass over there. Uh, to Dale. I okay. didn't invite him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll, no, drive, no. I'll drop him off no. and sit in the corner. No, hey, hey, Ronnie, Ronnie, they'll like him. He's a Jew. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yes, yeah. I am. Yeah, he's oh, one of them. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the only goyim out of six people. Well, well, I'm sorry, but no, Trife isn't allowed. The what? He's, non, he's speaking. He's speaking Jewish talk. Yeah, non, Non-Jewish food. Yeah, there he is. Well, we 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 have a great time. I could not. So I'm who very, atten- who attends I'm very now? Pro Israel. I'm sorry. Who attends now? Of who course. Attends wait, well, hold on. You want to know? I'll hold, give you hold, a hold on a second. Of course you're pro Israel, and don't be sorry about that. Of course you are, because you're not a friggin' idiot. Okay, very good. Yeah, I will name <laughs> the people that come every Friday. All right. Oh, there are probably no names now because, as we both stated, well, Ronnie, you and you and me both, all, all our friends are dead, sole survivors. That's true. Yeah, you guys. Yeah. True. So name one one person we may know. Uh huh. <laughs> help yeah. me, help me, Chris. I, I Chris, have you been to one? Have you been to one of these luncheons? A while ago. You yeah. did. When yeah. there were names. When there were names. <laughs> You know what, Chris? I'm with you. That's, That's enough for that, Chris. I'll do the comedy. <laughs> yeah, Chris has no time for this anymore. Yeah, the, when Harvey Corman died, that was it. That was it. It's all over. Yeah. I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. Uh, we meet every Friday. At, we have a, a, a list of very funny uh, Jewish uh, people. All right. And and. Not any of them. Not, uh, Ron, Ron Clark was a, Ron a writer Clark. on some of Mel Brooks' movies. He was yeah, a, yeah, a okay. writer on uh, okay. many. The, the wow. History of the World, yeah, Anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, by the by the way, that last thing, oof, oofa. Which one? The, the latest History of the World. Part oh, two. Not, not good. Not Wait, good. And Ron, did, you, did you watch it? Well, here, here's the thing. Ron is the first th- person to uh, admit that. Yeah, well, here's, here's the thing. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. Well, I mean, come on. Do you want to know the story? There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Ronnie okay. Shell. Uh, 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 he thinks it's great. Who does? Mel. M- Mel? Mel. Yeah. Oh. He, does, he watches it. And... Yeah, but Mel is about 102 years old. <laughs> and has about $102 million, billion. <laughs> yeah, but I'm telling, you, I'm telling you what. I bet he'd pay that $102 million to have his youth back to be 91 again. Oh, man. Right, Ronnie? Yeah. Yes, absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. He's a very, very, very nice man. Too. And what a, what a, what a uh, smart guy, witty, great producer, writer. Three of the... F- Greatest uh, comedies of all time. Yeah. Young Blazing Frag- Saddles. No. Huh? Blazing Saddles. Right. Producers. Young, what, the young, producers. Young Frankenstein. And Young, and young Frankenstein. Yeah. Hello. One of my favorite. Do you know what my favorite is? Huh. High Anxiety. Oh, yeah. That's a funny movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is. But I mean, Young Frankenstein, so many lines are still used to this day from that's that movie. The sh- and Chris, you're shaking your head. Yes. You're a young guy, I can tell, but you grew up with this guy. Absolutely, your dad. So you, you, yeah, you, you, you me educated. Yes, I love stuff. it. What? Yeah, he knows all this. But, oh, of course. But P.S. <laughs> any movie with Terry Gar back in the oh, day. God. Oh, sign me huh? up. Chris yeah. is giving a thumbs up on that. Oh, was, yeah. I once invited, invited this 
before I oh. be your mother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, plug your ears. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I don't know if that was off mic, but but Ronnie, Ronnie just mentioned to his son, this is way before I knew your mother. This is way before. Okay, yeah, Ronnie? But Terry, uh, Terry was, Gar. was in the line. Uh, she was a dancer. Uh-huh. And I invited her to come to Chicago with me. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. She turned me down. That could have been your mom, Chris. I know. Yeah. That could have been your mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my mom went to high school with Terry Gar. Yes. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's right. North Hollywood High. Look at you go, Ronnie. Yeah. North I Hollywood that. High. Oh, I love that. I love that gal. My, my dearly departed buddy, Milt Larson, owner, creator of the oh, Magic that's Castle. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I loved him dearly, but he told me about Terry and the fact that uh, they cast him and his, uh, his producer friend cast him in one of their plays and loved Car- uh, Terry Gar yeah. and kept in touch with Terry until the day uh, Milt Larson died. It hurts me to even say he died, but uh, he made it to 92. But Terry never went to Chicago with me. Yeah, I see. see I, <laughs> oh, she, she, she never went. <laughs> invited her. I don't know. You know, you know, one, one guy that we didn't mention, of course, man, it, it goes without saying pretty much, Gene Wilder, one of, oh, the, one of the most brilliant. I did not know Gene that well. Right. Uh, I once read for him for a part, and he thought I was Ronnie Graham. Oh, oh no. So no. I never... Did you uh, correct him? Yeah. No, I didn't. Let, I let it go. I thought, okay, yeah, I'm Ronnie All right, Graham. Gene. Yeah, whoever. <laughs> Gene was a genius, I think. Yeah. Gene Wilder. Yeah. I, well, I, you're I, wrong. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> no, he was very funny. Oh, <laughs> not just funny, but I thought, you know, comedian. Did he buy? Yeah. Pass? You know what I he is? So. Oh, years, did, a, yeah, years ago. You know what Gene, what Gene Wilder had was that thing where he didn't have to say anything all you had to do was see that yes. face on screen and you were mesmerized and sucked into whatever that was they and there's one willy wonka me, yeah. right don't you agree ronnie <laughs> well they say that about me but oh yeah <laughs> yeah did you did you or did you not do a love american style six six, six of them loves american style is that right yep you know, that was my favorite friggin' TV show uh, growing there was up. actress there. I don't know where she is. I don't know if she's still up. Beth Brickell. Yeah. And we had a scene on the beach. Way before your mom, Chris. Plenty yeah. of years. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> this is before you. Way back. And <laughs> very good. No, uh, uh, yeah, I did six of them, and uh, I loved it. I loved doing all those shows. You know, that, that most of those, not all of them were brilliant, but most of them were. The ones and, that I was and, in were And that brilliant. show was ahead of its time. <laughs> mm-hmm. That show was ahead of its time. That's and that, that was around the same time that you were in that sitcom with the, oh, the, talk about another sexy blonde. Oh, no. Goldie Hawn. Mm. You want to know a story? Hold on a second. That's before your mother, right? Yes, Chris? Chris. Oh, before yeah, before that's before my mother. mother. Yeah, yeah. But, but I have a story. All right. It goes with that. Goldie Hawn. My son, Chris Shell, who's sitting here, yeah. has a beautiful granddaughter named uh, Kiara. And guess who her boyfriend is? It's not him. It's but they are very good friends. She's very. He's very good friends with Goldie's grandson. Grandson. Oh, Wilder. And yeah. she just recently, last week. Yeah. I'm going to hold her to it. Invited us over to the house. Oh. Beautiful man. For a barbecue. Oh. That is. Uh, can I come? No, no. I'm going to uh, also mention her husband, who I loved. Kurt Russell. Kurt. Best. Kurt's one of the most. I love the guy, man. I call him Mister Disney. Well, well, Kurt Russell, uh, the great. first movie, I'm talking. Get, get on that mic. Excuse me, sir. Get on that mic. Was the strongest man in the world. Yes. I know, I know, because let me tell you why. how I know that. It's 
that's either the first or second movie I, as a child, I ever saw in a, a movie theater, a.k.a. Yep. Remember, right? remember the bomb shelter, the bunkers that used to be in the malls? That's what I remember. The I remember like it was two seconds ago. The smell of stale popcorn and <laughs> u- and urine, oh. and, and watching you and Kurt Russell up there on screen. I love that movie. Yeah, I, I was the referee. And, yeah, and he was uh, the strongest man in the world. Yeah, great guy. I've heard a lot about Kurt. I mean, we had a, a no, but I want to say one thing. Yeah. Yes, it's Have your you show. That they've run his tombstone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every week? Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, well, they run it a lot. They do, but I can, I watch, watch, I can watch that thing. So oh, do I. Oh, man, that is such a brilliantly done movie, I think. I agree. I agree. agree. And Val, Val Kilmer, I think his best performance he's ever done. Oh, that, and, you hit it. He just said it. No, 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 no. no. Val bar, Kilmer, bar, that bar was none. the greatest movement he bar, ever did. Bar none, yeah, bar none. His, his friggin', his doc, holiday, friggin doc was... Mm-hmm. Beyond belief. Did Absolutely. he win an Oscar for that? He should have. Because he should, he should have. have. He did, because he should, he should have. have. Yeah. I mean, the way he was doing the whole tuberculosis sweating thing, he just yeah. he played yeah. that. Brilliant. So, Brilliant. And now, unfortunately, yeah. Val Kilmer looks like hell. I mean, yeah. you're, you're talking. <laughs> no, no. The, no, the guy is on his, some bad stuff. He's on his last leg, yeah. man. He doesn't look good? No. Yeah. We, well, well uh, let me ask you this. Yeah. Is, he, is his voice gone? Uh, I believe it is. It yeah, is gone. I believe it is gone. That's so sad. And but that is sad because that that is one of those. He happens to be one of those talented <laughs> thespians. Yeah, and we both had the same publicist, and and that publicist, God rest his soul, Mike Venema. I loved oh, him yeah. dearly. I knew Mike. You knew Mike. Okay. Uh, Mike was one of the great publicists of all time, of and course. if he were still alive and my publicist, I wouldn't be do this, doing this dingy effing show in my backyard right now. Oh, I'd be on Broadway doing some musical. You, you'd you bet, be dancing. You bet your ass I'd be dancing. And I and I ain't a dancer. I'm more of a wiggler, but I, I would learn to dance. Yeah, That's but funny. but Mike Venema was Val Kilmer's publicist for a time. Yes, and he told and you know I shouldn't uh, speak uh, th- this way, but I will. I'll well, tell don't. you. I'll tell no, but I'll tell you the truth. Okay, he told me that Val was a little off. That's all. In what way? In what yeah, way? just a little. His way of thinking was a little. He loved trees more than he loved people. Well, yeah, but uh, come on. What? what? L- come every, on now. Uh, hey, hey. One. I have to. One thing to say. Every person you. Th- Mentioned yeah. that was brilliant. Yeah, was a little off. Well, yeah, okay. they were not yeah. well adjusted. That's okay. true. Okay, uh, th- name one. No, okay. it's just true. It goes along Jerry, with Jerry Lewis. Yeah. He was not. Oh God. Uh huh. Right. Name. Keep 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 going. Okay. Bob R- Newhart, who I started with. Yeah. What? What? He's off. Oh, he's not. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, he's not well. By the way, I love him. Well, he's he's very old. He's a hundred, isn't he? No, he's about uh, 89. You know, I met Bob Newhart, Ronnie, at uh, Moose and Frank's. Oh, yeah. And Hello. There he is. There it is. You know, oh, gro- yeah. growing up, I, I was not a fan of this sitcom. It took me years later watching the reruns to understand how great that show was. And Mr. Carlin, oh. our dear friend. Oh, um, yes. Back back to the all our friends are dead. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, was he not the, the nicest man? Nicest man. Yes, Jack and, and He was very talented in some areas. Oh, yeah. In, in some other areas. Words, in other, other areas, he, he shouldn't have hired him. Oh, jeez. Don't get that. 
That's our buddy Jack Riley. Yes, my friend. <laughs> yeah. And he was also a voiceover guy for uh, Stu Pickles Big on uh, yeah. Rugrats and also the Butter commercials. Okay, more, oh, yeah. more of those yeah, who are dead when we return yeah. with the great Ronnie Shell well, on I Magic so. Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube, on Rumble, on Twitter, and uh, X, and the greatest radio stations. We love you, Wasa. Hello? So, you're listening to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio.